back to Patients as Partners. I'm Candace Williams. On the last episode, we spoke with Pedro Mendez, Director of Language and Cultural Services, about the impact his team has on patient care and what he describes as bridging the gap between culture, context, and customs. In this episode, we continue our conversation and discuss how the Language and Cultural Services team partners with our hearing impaired patients to meet their needs, and he explains that patients have rights to language services. Pedro also describes our commitment to creating access to culturally and linguistically appropriate services and how this commitment has an impact on the health of the communities we serve. Um, Another thing you said earlier that really struck me Um, One of the stories you told was about someone who was hearing impaired. Thank you. And so I think that's an important thing to call out because I think when we talk about languages, people aren't always thinking about American Sign Language and those sorts of things. And so how do you address that? I understand you have what are called role devices. Can you tell us more about how you meet the needs of of those Yeah, we have the uh, role devices, uh, which basically is an iPad car that brings an American Sign Language interpreter. We also, besides that, we have our teleconferencing system that we use that is available in every of the devices that providers and nurses use in acute care. So uh, most of the providers and nurses use, um, you know, a smartphone. That's what we we can call in that way, a smartphone that has access to any other interpreter that they need through uh, this Zoom application. So they can bring an interpreter on their own phones if they have the need to contact uh, an interpreter or have an American Sign Language need uh, patient, and they don't have to come back to their station. They don't have to look for any device. They can use that. So we have the, the role devices that are um, this uh, role card that they can use for that. They also can use their own devices to get the interpreters, and we also can send face-to-face American Sign Language interpreters to uh, visit the patient. Um, Most of the time, patients, they are deaf, they prefer to have a face-to-face interpreter that they can interact and connect. That's very important for them. We we have a lot lot of those requests, especially for our uh, Virginia market. Um, So in in addition to the, the face-to-face interpreters, one of the things I thought about was, um, I guess, legal requirements. Like, what are the legal requirements as it relates to interpreter services and language mm-hmm, and cultural yeah. services? Um, great question. Uh, for the legal requirements, you know, they have a long way of history. You know, we start with the Title VI of Civil Rights of 1964, and which covers, you know, that nobody should be uh, subject to discrimination you know, on the basis of race, color, national origin. And this is for any program that is uh, funded by the federal government. So that is uh, the main, the main uh, um, genesis of the communication with patients and make sure that nobody gets uh, discriminated in any of the services of uh, healthcare, especially um, when those services are being funded by the federal government. Also, we have um, the Americans with Disabilities Act that provides uh, a section in which uh, the means of communications for patients is so important. And also, this um, section includes family members and hospitals uh, visitors 
uh, who are deaf or hard of hearing. So all this is included over there. So when they expand in a memo about effective means of communications, they talk about interpersonal services. They talk about uh, any um, electronic device that can use to help uh, communicate with patients, uh, whether it's an amplifier, um, which uh, uh, bring me to the point that we uh, in Novan has a communications uh, kit that we use uh, that is available, that you have an amplifier over there if you need to use a patient that is hard hearing. You have uh, uh, a, a little uh, bell that can be used if somebody prefers to use that. It has different meanings of communication. He has magnets in which patients can be identified how they prefer their uh, their communication. So that is uh, the uh, the second important you know um, uh, uh, law that we have available. Also, we have the Joint Commission um, regarding uh, informed consent. So patients uh, need to be aware of the procedures and the different treatments that are being done while they are in our care. So therefore they need to understand before they sign any of the documents. So joint commissions um, establish that patients need to have a, a full notice and understanding of what the treatment and what are this um, information is about. So that is another requirement by uh, joint commission. So we have the Title VI, we have the ADA, and we have also joint commission covering the needs for uh, communications with patients and that they understand the information they are receiving from uh, the medical team. Thank you, Pedro. And how does your team partner with other departments and organizations such as patient partnership and diversity? Oh, for... Um, Patient partnership, we always are, you know, communicating and helping, um, connecting with them because uh, many patients uh, may have um, concerns and some of them have complaints. So we uh, really uh, do a great partnership with them, helping them investigate these uh, um, uh, different concerns and complaints. You know, we kind of are like the uh, neutral party that will go and review the information and put together all the pieces and we present a report to them and say, this is what we uh, encounter in this situation, you know, and we always uh, take the perspective uh, of the patient. So we put, you know, in the shoes of the patient and walk that lane and see what the patient is seeing. So we report uh, those information to patient partnerships and that way they can handle any of the concerns and how they're gonna answer uh, to that concern uh, especially for patients in acute care. But it's, it's, it's been a, a great uh, partnership because I see how many cases and concerns has been resolved as a consequence of that type of communication that they are able to um, yeah, you know, utilize our eyes and our legs, our feet in those areas and see what is happening and get a feel uh, from the perspective of the patient. Wonderful. And with diversity and inclusion, I understand that you, your team helped update the website um, and translate things. Um, and, and why is that important? Why is it important that websites and information be available and in, in, in preferred Yeah, all language? the information that we have, all the services that we offer in Novan, so people have access. All, all our uh, you know, um, minority populations or people that have disabilities, they need to have access to healthcare into our services. And that's the reason we have a, 
uh, the initiative of uh, um, you know culturally and linguistically appropriate services, which basically is a strategy to eliminate healthcare disparities. Because once you have access and people understand what are the services and they are able to get to them, um, immediately the health of the community start improving. So that's the reason, that's a strategy um, that is used and has been used by the um, Department of Health Services. And uh, it is encouraged everywhere because we want all our communities to be healthy. Uh, we don't want uh, people to be uh, suffering unnecessarily because they don't know that they have access to certain services. So that's the reason why all this website and, uh, and information that we have out there is, is clearly state where they can get the services, who they need to contact, uh, and why this is important. So that is uh, that is something uh, that we always are very happy to do uh, with DNI. Uh, in fact, this uh, uh, during these past three weeks, uh, it has been a lot of work done in translation with mass communication at all levels in Novant. So our team has been uh, very involved um, working, you know, even Saturdays and Sundays, putting communication, especially with the situation that we're living in right now. And it has been very instrumental. And we have really great experiences with people that we uh, otherwise we had never uh, will encounter. And now we're experiencing um, a different approach for communication. So it's, it's, it's very instrumental. And those uh, websites and, and information that we put out there that has is being updated almost daily, um, it has an impact because we do have uh, feedback from patients and, and family members uh, they wanted to learn more about, um, you know, their their access and how they can get uh, to uh, a certain service. And so for our listeners, at the time of this recording, we're really in the throes of dealing with COVID-19 and trying to navigate that. So your your team has really been involved with that and trying to ensure that we're able to address um, health inequities and disparities um, and provide services to, to our patients. Wonderful. So as we um, end end our time today, uh, if if people are listening, what is a one or two things that you want them to walk away with if they if um, and make sure they understand when they finish listening? Yeah, one to of this? the things is that they do have access to any of the healthcare uh, services that uh, that we uh, provide in Novan. But there's no limitations. Um, sometimes we think that um, if we don't have um, the, the right communication or somebody is not giving us this communication, we uh, may be afraid to, you know, reach out and access uh, to the services and to the things that we need. And I, I, I talk about this from the perspective of um, somebody um, that comes from a minority community. So sometimes uh, there's the um, situation where you're afraid to, uh, uh, go to a certain, uh, uh, you know, doctor or to go to a certain facility or to go to a certain service. And um, I can assure you that uh, that is not the case. We have uh, a wonderful access. Uh, things uh, get available for our, for our patients. Uh, the communication is available. Um, and we are here to help and to allow our patients to have access to our services. We're advocates for the patients. We uh, we put ourselves in the shoes of the patients, and we are we are here for their 
we are, uh, uh, it's a whole uh, different mentality in the sense that we are here for the communities. So we always are going to be looking for uh, allowing our patients to have access and to have that communication. So uh, my message is to uh, no, be afraid and go ahead and utilize the services, look for the access because uh, your health is important and um, your family needs you, everybody uh, um, in the community uh, needs you. We all are part of this together and um, the communication is available and the access is available. So that's my message for uh, for the communities that we are here to help and uh, it is possible to get uh, the services that we need and to address any um, healthcare issue that we may have uh, with, uh, especially with uh, the services that we offer in Novant and with our community partners. And finally, Pedro, how do, how do patients and loved ones connect with your team, whether they be in one of our clinics or one of our hospitals? They can connect to us. Uh, they can either use one of the uh, team members or they can call uh, one of our um, emergency phones that we have that we utilize for uh, patients or anybody outside to, uh, to contact us. We have a phone. Let me give you that information. We have a phone that is uh, 980-302-9591, and that will connect with our department. So if somebody this, um, uh, decides that they uh, wanted to leave us a message or give us a feedback, they can call that phone. Um, that belongs to one of our leaders in the department. And we capture a lot of feedback through that phone. We help a lot of people through that phone uh, with their needs. Uh, we uh, are able to uh, connect them with the uh, right department. If we are no, uh, know the, the, the uh, information that they're looking for, we connect with the information and try to help them. Well, thank you so much, Pedro, for all that you and your teams are doing um, to take care of our, our patients. No, and our thank community. you for uh, inviting me and allowing me to share some of the things that uh, the team is doing uh, because it's, a, it's a really a team effort. Um, we have a tremendous, you know, um, connection with our team members, and uh, you know, we did a, an incredible amount of uh, encounters this year, around two hundred twelve thousand encounters across Novan. Um, so we're very proud of the team effort. Thank you again to Pedro and the Language and Cultural Services team for partnering with our patients and others within our system to create access to culturally and linguistically appropriate services. Thank you for listening to Patients as Partners on Novant Health Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen to us. We hope you're able to make today remarkable. Thank you.